Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All right, so we're thinking Monday, the first edition of the John and Ken November 8th, 2022 Voter Guide will be on the webpage. And I guess on social media. I don't know if they do that. Yes, um, we, should. we should put it out everywhere. We, you know, you have to keep checking because we do add things. Maybe we forgot something. But all the ballot measures, our recommendations will be there. Uh, a number of the statewide offices, of course, the LA County Sheriff's race. Uh, John's favorite city council race. That would be his district. Hmm. The end of Mike Bonin. We can look forward to that. Yeah. What's he going to do next? Uh, I don't know. He did not jump in the mayor's race. I don't know. He's going to need money. He needs money? He's going to need money, sure. He was making a lot of money as a city councilman. Oh, that's true. They are well paid. Yeah, and whatever you know, side money comes into it. He won't get speaking engagements and book deals? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what a guy like that does. Uh, Probably, you know what? I bet you he becomes the head of some uh, nonprofit. A homeless nonprofit that's going to get a government grant, and then he could give himself a six-figure salary. That's probably going to happen. And house no homeless people. (laughs) That's where they all go. That's Corruption Road. All right, so uh, at least 15 people have been reported dead so far due to the storm in Florida. Uh, Hurricane Ian hit that state as a Category 4 hurricane yesterday. It is now moving up the coast towards Georgia and South Carolina in sort of a north-by-northwest direction. It is back to a hurricane. It was downgraded to a tropical storm overnight into today, but became a hurricane Category 1 as it hit the Atlantic side of florida so those states are preparing for the impact it won't be as severe as what happened in florida some believe by the time this is over this will be the most destructive hurricane in the history of the the, state the video of the fort myers area they call it a war zone but i mean it looks like somebody it looks like putin dropped one of his nukes i mean you have just blocks where everything's flattened yeah we're in that odd in-between period where, all right, the storm's over and it's moved on and people kind of moved on from the story, but the actual depth of destruction cannot be learned for days. No. It can't. More than 200 people have already been rescued by the Fort Myers Fire Department. 
they, and they're just getting going. The total in Florida is 700 rescued. 700 according, rescues. According to DeSantis, yeah. And the death tolls now ticked up to 17 from CNN. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just clicked the refresh and I got 15. It, so. Well, CNN just broke it while you were talking. Oh, the TV, yeah. I'm yeah. looking at the website. Yeah. The We'd mentioned this yesterday, and both of us have been there and aware of this. Sanibel Island, which is off the west coast there. There's a causeway to get there. It's been completely destroyed. Uh, they're going to have to... They washed away sections of the bridge. It's going to need a complete so, rebuild. So those people are trapped on the island now. There's about 7,500... 7,500 residents. Yes, that's correct. They're yeah. cut off until, you know, unless you get a boat to go over there. And that's, yeah, they're going to have to set up a ferry service. Yeah, something like that. But, I mean, there are, there are entire neighborhoods that are flattened because it was eight, you know, six to nine feet of water that, that crushed the homes. And uh, there is just so much debris, and there's, there's got to be more bodies inside the homes where people drowned. Because it came right to the rooftops. The 24,000 utility workers are out there trying to restore power to the state. Millions are without power, largely in that center area where the storm moved west to east across the state. Uh, The fire marshal says that this probably will be the largest natural disaster in the history of Florida. Which is odd because it hasn't quite impacted us that way yet you know you just you're seeing these images but well because you could until it gets tallied you can't yeah, really you can't i mean there's there's limitations even now to what the media can show you what television can show you because they just had as i mentioned before just stationary cameras scattered here and there and mostly near the beach all the roads were closed and you can't take a camera when you know the waters are rising up to six feet and higher you know, the crews would die. The crews would drown. So you, you can't. Now they have drones that they sent out overhead. You still can't navigate anywhere. Right. Um, so, you know, you have this blackout period where you can't get any video, you can't get any photos because no one can access it or is allowed to access it. They believe hundreds of homes went underwater in Fort Myers. The city tomorrow will distribute food, water, and ice because that becomes the next big problem when you don't have power and uh, you can't really get to a grocery store. You need the essentials and water and some food obviously will be essential to reach people. Um, Supposedly, some of the waves, the water levels reach nine feet. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So that, you know, that gets up to the second story. I guess there was a pier in Fort Myers. It has vanished underwater, a pier. Yeah. And a lot of these, uh, a lot of these homes uh, don't have flood insurance. And people are going to be uh, shocked and disappointed. The federal government is going to hand out $37,000, you know, per claim if you owned a home. So that's that's all the help you'll get from the government, thirty-seven thousand. The insurance is expensive if you're in the floodplain. It's a thousand dollars a year, uh, which which is a lot for some people. Yeah. So if the, among those in the official government floodplain, uh, about fifty-two percent do not have insurance, and among those not in the government floodplain, ninety-one percent don't have insurance. 
So now you had a house worth, you know, at least several hundred thousand dollars, and it's gone. And you'll get thirty-seven grand from the federal government. You're not going to get an insurance payment. Now what? Yeah, what do you do? I mean, this this is catastrophic for these families. You know, assuming that you know everybody survived, and and a lot of these people have lost all their possessions. Every, everything that was in the house is 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 gone. And I saw people taking out all their furniture and just dumping it on the front lawn. Everything is soaked and sodden. But um, it's uh, and 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 apparently a lot of people in Fort Myers were caught by surprise that some people went to bed thinking that the hurricane was going to keep uh, scooting on to the north and hit Tampa, that region, and instead it started veering right. Yeah, that's where all the attention was, Tampa. But this thing hit further south. And There's so, a community south of Orlando, Kissimmee. 80,000 people. All the flooding there apparently is tremendous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they got 14 inches of rain. And apparently some of these, that particular city, never really seen flooding much before. It's just in a place where that doesn't happen. Well, the, but... the, the, the flooding was very localized. It, 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 it was just luck whether you got ruined or not. Because I, I was looking at the, the Sarasota rain totals, you know, because we've gone there for so many years. And on the west side of Sarasota towards the ocean, which you would think would have gotten the worst of it normally, right, when there's a hurricane going up the coast, yeah. it didn't because the hurricane went inland. So the, the west side of town near the ocean got three to four inches of rain, which was a lot, but not that bad. Inland, it was nine to ten inches of rain because that's where – the, the brunt of the hurricane hit, you know, after it wiped out Fort Myers and then the towns north of Fort Myers. Then it went a little, uh, it was going like north, northeast. And uh, it was dumping 10, 12 inches of rain in areas. And then all you have to do is drive 20 minutes and you got a quarter of that. Yeah, most of the stories I'm seeing tonight is that Fort Myers is the place that looks unrecognizable and they have taken the worst hit of all these towns we've mentioned. Yeah. Now the video I'm seeing from the drones, it's uh, it's complete devastation, totally flattened. You say how many people live there roughly? Uh, it- well, uh, in Fort Myers. Yeah. Well, I don't know off the top of my head. I was saying on uh, Sanibel Island, where that bridge went out, it was 7,500 people. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a like a beach, yeah. touristy community. Yeah, it's completely separated from the mainland. Uh, Fort Myers is 83.5. No, it's a no sizable I, I've place. been there uh, because it's uh, a little south of Sarasota, but it had a couple of cool things. It had um, a Thomas Edison Museum. Thomas Edison had uh, property there and did a lot of experiments, and they have his laboratory still the way it was from over 100 years ago. And all, they also have a Henry Ford Museum because he had uh, a home down there. And in fact, I think they were they were friends, and uh, it's it's officially called the Edison Ford Museum. It's a whole complex, and I remember going down there some years ago, and I hope that wasn't wiped out because that was that was uh, that was pretty neat. All right, so the next place to watch are the Carolinas, which have all sorts of tide warnings. Watches in effect for uh, tomorrow as the storm reaches that part. Mar-a-Lago, okay? Do we know? I guess so. Huh? I was on the other coast, a little bit south, or. Mar-a-Lago? Yeah, it's, that's that's top Trump there? Of mind. Did he stay in Florida? It's, you know, he's, it's top of mind for everybody. 
What about that football game, Eric? They're going to play that game in Tampa Sunday. That's right. Uh, so everything I heard, it's a full go for Tampa, but I don't know why. <laughs> well, the people need a distraction. They need to get back they need to life. shelter. It's going to be like that game San Francisco and Chicago had week one where it was literally like a slip and slide. Yeah, but it won't be raining Sunday, will it? You mean just the field will be in bad shape? I'm guessing so. I, I didn't know there wasn't rain in the forecast for Sunday. I was just assuming because there's a storm going on, it would still be raining. Yeah, I don't think in three days it's still going to be, unless there's another front coming in. Well, now we got to worry about the Panthers game then. The uh... Carolina Panthers? Oh, yeah, they're at home? I, I got to double check. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're playing at home or away. The coverage has been about Kansas City is playing Tampa Bay in Tampa Sunday night football. That's a really big game. All right, we got more coming up right here on the John and Ken Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. The voice line is returning tomorrow at this very moment, pretty much. Uh, you can still leave a message using the iHeartRadio app, or you call the toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. I saw one of those clickbait headlines this morning that Biden snaps at reporter. Because we like those, right? Mm-hmm. But this time he was right. They were pestering him about DeSantis. DeSantis is like, yeah, he's been a tour at war. What's going to happen now with this hurricane? And what? And Biden said, just back off. All right? Okay. We've got a disaster. We've got to deal with it. It's like, on, yeah. honestly, these, these geeky political reporters. Right. What does this mean now? It's Florida that's been hitting. DeSantis is one of your prime opponents. He could be running for president against you. What does this mean in terms right. of getting aid? And, yeah. and you know, DeSantis has been on the record not really wanting federal help for Hurricane Yeah, It's exhausting. I know. And they totally forget that there's dead people floating in the homes in Fort Damn. Myers right now. And uh, they've got to come up with a, a cooperative plan to rescue them and then to... Uh, shelter these people, and then to, to rebuild. That's, that's going to take many years. Yeah. Uh, a couple of things, though. We're going to play a piece of audio from uh, the vice president. She's out of the country. Oh, well. Kamala Harris. That's remember a her? loss. She's been traveling around Asia, and uh, she ended up... Uh, oh, she was at the, uh, the DMZ, the demilitarized zone, the Korean Peninsula, which separates North and South Korea. But uh, she did a Biden gaffe. Here's the audio. So the United States shares a very important relationship, which is an alliance with the Republic of North Korea. And it is an alliance that is strong and enduring. (laughs) Eric, where did that music come from? Did they play that? It was was the only video that I could find. It was a strung together clip of a whole oh, bunch so of words. Somebody sounds. added that music. Yeah, I thought yeah. she was I couldn't find the actual speech stream. It right. was best I could do. All right, well in case you missed the nuance of it, uh, she announced a strong alliance with the Republic of North Korea, which would be news to a lot of us, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and she's speaking to She had a 50-50 chance. I know. It's an alliance with the Republic of North Korea. Now, uh, Republic uh, of Korea is South Korea's official name. Right. Republic of... So she stuck the North in there They by consider themselves Korea. They don't know That's about... That's true. We're uh, the true Korea. We're, yeah, the real Korea. So there was no... Re- you could have said the Republic of Korea. You could have said South Korea. But saying North Korea, uh, you know, that's... Uh, I think that's the cannabis. That... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you've been wondering that for a while. Uh, That's the cannabis talking. 
Her but, diplomatic but, trip to Asia is just a way of just saying, just get her out of the country for a while. Or Yes. But then there is an entourage that goes with her of media. So sure. Yeah. Well, because you can't escape that. No, that's well, well, and all they do is record uh, every stupid mistake she makes when she speaks. <laughs> and then that becomes the story of the day. I mean, so, so much of politics is ceremonial nonsense. It's just horse crap. So she yeah. stands there and uh, they've got a, a backdrop and they've got speeches and all the dignitaries and maybe there's a band playing. It's like, what are you doing? People go home, go to work. What are you doing? It's not a job. I uh, guess who spoke up today saying that there is a limit to how many migrants the United States can take in. Former President Bill Clinton. <laughs> he went on a podcast hosted by one of these CNN lunkies. Uh, he said that uh, it will eventually cause a disruption. Yeah, you think 2.1 million is enough, Bill? Or of what's your number? Of course it will. Well, I mean, look, you think this through. You have all these kids now, and there's nowhere to put them in school. And they don't speak English. And, and you know what? There's a, a significant number, and I wish I could remember the exact, the exact number. There's a significant number of kids who came here without parents. Well, what do you because think? that was the ploy, thanks to Obama. Yeah, but what do you think? DACA. Gonna, they're not going to end up going to school because they don't have an authority figure in their life insisting on it. And if they get to school, school is being taught in the wrong language. So what's going to happen? You don't have an adult there that has an emotional investment in this kid's uh, success, and you don't have a practical way to teach him. There are no programs to teach immigrant kids because it's mostly they go to the cities where they're not even teaching the native kids, right? No, nobody, nobody cares at the, about the, uh, the American kids in a lot of these cities, like L.A., right? Right. Right. So now you have the, these uh, illegal immigrant kids. They don't speak the language. They don't have any parents. And so what's going to happen? Puberty's going to hit. They're going to turn 14, 15. They're going to be out on the street. What do you think the, the, the guys are going to do? The guys are going to start joining gangs because they don't have any structure in their life. They don't have any direction. They don't have a, uh, a, male, uh, uh, a male role model. And they're going to look at some of the older kids, and that's going to be really cool because the older kids are going to be making money and doing crimes, and they're going to have the girls. I, I mean, I mean that, that is, that's why it's a terrible policy. That's why you have to have orderly migration. You take intact families in, uh, and, 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 and the, the parents have to have uh, some kind of uh, skills or education so that they can earn themselves a decent living. Woof. And now we got, we got, we got $2 million? Two million? Two point one million and counting. The fiscal year is ending tomorrow. So we'll soon have account for the entire fiscal year, the government you fiscal know, year. Bill Bill Clinton, for his many, many faults, was way smarter than almost all of the progressives that are out there now. And and the younger generation progressives. Because he was the only one on the Hillary team who told them you're gonna lose, you're missing all the uh, Blue-collar voters. You're missing the working class. The white working class, you're not speaking to them. And he was always arguing with Hillary's handlers because they were these uh, statistical dweebs, progressives out of Brooklyn. And they were telling him, yeah, yeah, old man, just you, you go do what you do, all right? Stay out of our business. He was right. They were wrong. And he's right here. 
and all the progressives are wrong. There's going to there's going to be bad consequences to this and a bad backlash against Biden and the whole lot of these progressives because this this is not going to work for anybody. You, there's nowhere to put two million people. They don't have shelter. They don't have education. They don't have jobs. It doesn't get a lot of media coverage, though. No, because the media is made up of all these wacky progressives, too. The only thing they cared about was that uh, Martha's Vineyard thing. Right, exactly. You know, they got worked up. After that ran its course? Meantime, thousands more have come in over the border since then. And probably Abbott and DeSantis are sending more buses and plane loads around. And the government itself is sending plane loads around. But all of a sudden, the story's old and, uh, you know, everyone's looking at the hurricane. All right, when we return, oh, some news out of Russia, Ukraine, you need to hear. And it looks like we kind of have an idea of what Putin's up to with his endgame there as to how to, well, let's say take this to the next level in terms of aggression. More coming up, John and Ken Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Why should we roll on? Why don't we just walk away? We have to. No, we have We've to done all rolling. we can today. <laughs> we covered the gas prices. We had the sheriff on. What else can we do? Yeah. Boy, uh, what time did we do that gas uh, interview? Three o'clock? Three o'clock. Yeah. What was, uh, yeah. What was the name of that guy? Kevin Slagle? He's Slagle. He was a Western Western Petroleum Association. He was a polite, nice guy. Yeah, okay. I like that he uh, kept saying, good question. Yeah, you know what? When somebody <laughs> says good question, especially the guests we have on, it means, oh, crap, I don't have an answer for that, and I'm trying to stall. Uh it uh, also means I'm going to compliment you to see if I can uh, defang right. you a bit. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, three o'clock hour on the podcast. Listen to this. This is your homework, all right? Three o'clock hour on the podcast. First segment, Kevin Slagle, Western States Petroleum Association. You listen to that. We're trying to figure out why gas is more than twice as expensive in L.A. as it is Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> he did the dance. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, he, he drove into a cul-de-sac. Uh, okay. The news uh, concerning Russia and Ukraine, we got to begin with the most important story. Well, if you're in Russia, uh, the price of vodka is going to go up. Russia's Ministry of Finance is playing. You like the way they do this? They're announcing a minimum retail price for strong alcohol such as vodka. This is mm-hmm. what happens in a communist country. They right. control everything. Right. Right? Doesn't it sound like something Sacramento would decide? Imagine, imagine waiting for Newsom to tell us how much things cost. Well... Yeah, well, actually, they, they're in a way, they want to do that because they have this new fast food commission, and they're going to dictate how much you have to pay fast food workers. Remember, it's supposed to be oh, $22 yeah, that new panel, an hour. Right. Yeah, $22 an hour is going to make the price of a cheeseburger how much? Well, that's what they're doing in Russia. It's the same concept. There's only it a, is the same concept. There's only a few ways to run a country, and one of them is a socialism uh, communism category. And that's what Newsom is into, and that's what uh, Putin's into. So a half-liter bottle of vodka is going to rise from about $4.40, it's translated from 261 rubles, to $4.80. Minimum price of cognac is also going to rise. Brandy's going up. Mm. (laughs) That just sounds funny. The government's announcing new alcohol prices. Yeah. They now what? What do they want to uh, try to discourage drinking here? Pr- try to price uh, the booze? I don't think it's discouraged drinking. They're they're talking about how it's related to the war effort in Ukraine. It's costly, and I guess it's affected the production. I don't know. I think that's. Let me just see if that's in the story. Uh, yeah. I think that's what they blamed it on. I was wondering what the real reason is. Or, or, you know, is everybody get, getting depressed and angry there and? Uh, Time to cut, time to cut off the supply. 
Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't really say in the story the reasons why they're yeah, I'm raising sure, the price. I'm sure there's a public reason. Uh, now, Russia, the more important... Oh, go ahead. No, it says Russia maintains a minimum price to stop the market from being saturated by cheap counterfeit products. Counterfeit I, vodka. Yeah, I suppose that's... Uh, I guess maybe the government owns uh, the vodka manufacturing. So they don't, don't want to be uh, they don't want to be undercut. I never want to be in a place like that. I kind of don't want to know. The bigger story though is what's been going on and you may not have heard much about this but they're they're holding these fake referendums in the occupied parts of Ukraine. Russia does control parts of that country on the eastern side and they're having these fake votes where supposedly people are voting to be a part of Russia. So I'm hearing that some people are forced to vote. Mm -hmm. They're being dragged there. Yeah. And... It's like their version of uh, our ballot harvesting. <laughs> yes. So right now it's showing a resounding majority voting to join Russia. This could result in an annexation. Why is this important? Well, this is a very big development. And here's why. If... Russia says, well, that territory there voted to join Russia. They're now part of our country, and they're under attack. We may have to use nuclear weapons. Right. Do we have to defend our own territory and citizens? You see the difference all, now? All these people are now Russians. They're all Russian citizens. That's right. This uh, is an attack on us. It's almost like they invaded Russia. Yeah. It, but, so we got to go bigger, and we may have to go nuclear to defend our people. Putin likes to go through these... I think it's a Putin move. I yeah, think no, it is. No, no. It's these complicated uh, paths he takes so he has official justification. So he says, no, this is this is Russia here. These are Russians. I must protect them. Well, they're not Russians. They're Ukrainians. No, they're Russians now because I say so. See, they voted. Well, they didn't really vote. That's all made up. No, these are votes. I kill you now. That's, you know, it, it's better than the, the Nazis running Ukraine excuse right that he had to free yeah, the country from yeah. nazi rule i yeah i don't think that really uh i <laughs> get a lot of traction nobody really there are does. people in eastern ukraine who do support russia oh, i yeah, do yeah. know that oh they I, speak russian right because you know it's really close to the border and so it was just the normal uh you know slop over yeah so i don't know how a real vote would come out but the regions they control amount to about 15 percent of ukraine's territory <laughs> If they thought they would win, they would have a real vote. But they didn't have a real vote, which leads me to think Putin knew he'd lose yeah. an honest one. Or they probably don't even know how to, how to put on an honest election because almost everything is rigged there. Now, meanwhile, Sweden says that there has been another leak found in the Russian gas pipeline. This would be the fourth. They found the fourth leak very close to a larger leak found earlier. This leak is on Nord Stream 2. The leak they found earlier was on Nord Stream 1. Again, the belief is that this is some type of sabotage uh, to these pipelines, which carry Russian natural gas to the mm -hmm. European Union. Right, because Russia wants to punish Germany and the rest of Europe for supporting the Ukrainians. Russia is sabotaging its own pipeline. But I, couldn't they just turn off the gas? Why would I they, to make it look like it's not? Why, why, doesn't, why doesn't Putin just sit at home, drink vodka, and watch TV? 
Now the, like why does he have to spend his days doing this? These pipelines run 745 miles under the Baltic Sea mm. from the Russian coast near St. Petersburg to northeastern Germany. Twin pipelines. Now, yeah. one of them was not being used yet. It was still in the experimental stage. And the other one supposedly was not delivering gas because it's being, uh, they're working on it. Some maintenance. <laughs> that, no, that was, that was a lie, too. <laughs> that was the first Wait, step. Wait, that sounds like the gas companies, the, 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 the yeah, refineries. No, this is Russia cutting off natural gas to Europe for the winter. I know. We're going to start to because, get cold there, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, because, again, he does all he does all these, uh, all these, he engineers all these complex acts in order to publicly justify what he's doing. Oh, it needed maintenance. Oh, terrible sabotage. Probably the Americans. Oh, I guess no, uh, no natural gas, no heat for the, uh, for this winter. Too bad Germans. You're all screwed. And, and, oh, and, and I, I found the, the price of vodka, uh, increasing production costs because of sanctions. Ah, yeah, sanctions. Sanctions. That's what it is. Okay. Americans fault that the vodka is going up. Americans fault that uh, there's no natural gas in the pipeline. They, I know. And, and by the way, they're continuing to try to crack down on young men leaving the country mm-hmm. uh, ever since Putin announced that uh, he's mobilizing, which means they want to grab more troops to put uh, out there as cannon fodder. Yeah. In Ukraine, they're thinking about closing down their borders because the exodus has become huge. Yeah, they're going to have to. Gonna... Now, you know, this, this is... Why can't we do that? This is, this is a disaster, and eventually he's going to fire Dukes. I have a feeling you're right. This annexation thing is his is, is, is door mm-hmm. to do that. Right. This is the pretext. All right. We uh, will finish. Coming up next on the John and Ken Show, KFI AM 640. Maybe Live everywhere finished. in the iHeart. What? Maybe we are finished. Oh. Live everywhere in the iHeart radio app. Depends which way he sends them. Right? Yeah. All you do is hit the coyote. So we should set up a course and then take all the unwanted animals and throw them out no, there. No, no, no. How do you train no, for that? It could be video. You know, it's like. Oh, uh, yeah. Right, sure. Simulated. Simulated. Yeah. yeah, right. Simulated. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Or... You've got some great ideas. <laughs> well, I, I did keep going, you know, when the squirrel ran in front of me. And you, you hit it for sure? I, I heard an ugly sound. Yeah. I didn't turn around to look. It always makes your heart race. You know, you always you like know, look yeah. back and go, ah, no, no, no. <laughs> And you do when you're driving, you see them coming, you're yelling, come on, don't go back, go yeah, back to yeah, the curb, right, right, don't right, do right, it. Right, right. It happened so fast, I stopped and I didn't want to look. I mean, I couldn't imagine because yeah. I was they, going pretty fast. They say the proper thing to do, though, if you hit a squirrel in the, or a deer, yeah. is to go back and run it over again. I mean, put it out of its misery. Oh, I thought you were going to say have a funeral for it. No, 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 no. Oh, back up and it's back like, up give it another and, shot. And, and make sure it's yeah, dead. Put it out yeah. of its misery. Right. Yeah. Nice. Because it could be sitting there for 10, 12, 14 hours, you know, just in tremendous pain. Oh, no, you, you, you jogged a sad memory it, for me. Do you want to hear it quickly? Oh, yeah, Why? yeah. Well, it's confession I haven't told day. this story. We were at the bus stop. We had a dog, and back in the day, dogs just roamed the neighborhood, didn't they? Sure. So this one was out there running with a pack of dogs that got run over by the bus right in front of us. And the bus driver did what you just said. She backed up over it to put it out of its misery. Yeah. Wow. Oh, we just sat there and cried. I was like eight years old. We had a, we had a dog named Dolly. Is that, that got... why you ran over the other dog? Because you had no, it's not. It was not. <laughs> was no connection. But we we had a dog named Dolly. It was a standard poodle. Got hit by a car, and so my we were watching Giant Robot on Magnolia and Balboa. I don't know why I remember that. And my dad threw us all into his car, and we raced like a hundred miles an hour to the vet to try to save this dog. And my my uh, my dad hit Chan. 
Chandler and the and the train track, and he like caught air. Right, he's got six kids in the car. Now he's flying in the air with six kids. It's like a cartoon, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, Dad, 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 look, I love Dolly, but man, you're gonna wipe out your entire family. You know, you got to slow down, Bob. God Almighty, logical even then. (laughs) Yeah, Dolly can go. It's just a dog. We want to live. Right. Even at 14, I realized, you know what, man? If this guy who's on the Carol Burnett show wipes out his six kids over a dog, that's gonna be a major story. Dad, I'd slow down. Big dog. It's always an adventure when you yeah. come in. Dog right. didn't make it, by the uh, way. Uh, oh. uh, There's a lot of sad dogs. But the Conway's family today. did. Yes, we all did uh, so far. <laughs> all right, Conway's next. Big uh, dog. Yeah. Big dog. Yeah. has the news. Big dog. KOSTHD2, Los Angeles, Orange County. Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.